0: The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the
1: speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set? <laughs> hey welcome back another hot episode of HBCU. i wish your boy Poobell got my man Aunt Petty murphy in the building what's good with you my boy
0: what's happening with it dog
1: that much it's monday
0: yeah another another beautiful monday in the neighborhood i
1: got blues on my mind the thrill is gone that's what's on my mind that's the thrill is gone today. But uh man, man, I'm looking forward to this episode. Uh we talking some football, man. Yeah, man. Got schedules. At least the swag got schedules. Still waiting on the me meac to do their thing. Uh mm. Mm. I ain't doing that, Zay. <laughs> I ain't doing that. Uh, fam, you finally get a coach. They finally named a coach. Oh, yeah! Sound like you
0: got them, them them difficulties too. I don't know what my dog just did. Your dog. <laughs> All
1: right, I think it's a good time to go ahead. Uh, We're gonna get into it tonight. We gonna have some special guests coming through. Uh, We're gonna talk several, several different things: basketball, football. uh, But first, man, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. BetOnline BetOnline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action be sure to use the promo code b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts All right, we are back. Um, uh, and is a dog short? I'm just playing them stop for Peter. Come get us.
0: Um, no, nah, that's my wife, dog. I can't do that,
1: dog. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> uh, but man, as I mentioned before the break, fam, you has a new coach. Yeah, yep. fam, your name's uh, former interim coach, James Cozy the third. It's their new head coach. Um,
0: Let's, let's, let's talk about that whenever we get Zach them
1: on. Okay, okay, we'll hold that then. We'll hold that.
0: Um, we got some 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 uh swag basketball on ESPN too, man.
1: Yeah, we do. We got uh, is it corn and um,
0: Bethune.
1: Bethune. hmm Speaking of swag basketball, this is what I want to talk about real quick. Um been going down over there man I wasn't expecting this Alabama State is hot I was not expecting that um they have come out and they didn't let the swag on fire they 5-1 uh taking out everybody
0: Yeah, Men side,
1: on the men's side rather that is
0: yeah I man only lost to Jackson State, but they've been rolling, man. Uh, Grambling men also have been rolling <clears throat> in conference play. They only lost was to Texas Southern, so both of them, both Grambling and Alabama State, sit at the top of the swag at five and one. And then you got Bethune, Southern, uh, Texas Southern, and uh, one other school all right there in the mix behind them at four and two.
1: What is Texas Southern's uh conference record? Four and three. Okay, cause I know they usually don't get going till uh, a little bit later in the season, uh, i.e. SWAC tournament time. <laughs> yeah,
0: they'll go in that thing 0 and 12 or whatever it is, and and, and run through yeah, the you know saying gauntlet. They ain't been that that bad this yeah. year. They are holding their own, but uh, honestly, Bethune been pretty shocking to me what they've been able to do, being four and two in the conference and uh, knocking off Jackson State over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that is big. Um
1: me at It doesn't look like uh how it's gonna repeat. No, nah, they're like
0: having a down year this year.
1: Yeah. Uh they went into uh Baltimore, went to you know what I'm saying, uh took on Morgan State, uh, ended up losing that game. Uh so I, I've seen how it has looked. They look good to start the season. Gave uh, Cincinnati a run for their money. Actually, I feel like they should have won that game. Um, but since then, they have not been as sharp.
0: Yep. Yep. But um, Norfolk State has surprised me coming out of the MEAC. 3-1 and one start uh, to conference play right up there with North Carolina Central at the top of the MEAC, man. And they've been – Obviously, you know North Carolina Central is gonna have a good team. They always usually in the in the MEAC year in and year out. But uh, kind of shocking to see Norfolk up there with them. Uh, Delaware State is another team that shocked me
1: um, in the MEAC. Um, they were—I know they were sitting on top. I hadn't checked this past weekend's. Uh, yeah, they still up there. It's a three-way tie, three and one. I'm just, just hadn't checked they their what they had done. Uh, this weekend, but yeah, they they shocked me.
0: Um, they losing right now To central. In the first, it uh, we well just started in about five minutes. Gone in the second half. Um,
1: checking out something else. Trying to keep up with this, these scores. Um. Mm. What else we got? Um women's side. Jackson State <laughs> and everybody else. Um pretty much. Um still kind of looking forward to UAPB, you know what I'm saying, playing them, but
0: Yeah, I think yeah. uh on the women's side and the swag, I think. Obviously, Jackson State is Jackson State, but I think you got everybody else kind of fighting right there underneath them. UAPB, Grambling, right there fighting, and then you got uh, like Southern and Bethune, PV, all like a game behind them. So it's – it's Jackson State's obviously out ahead, a couple games ahead of everybody else, but the rest of the pack is, is very competitive, and, and night in and night out, you get some good basketball. Yeah. Um, now switching over to the
1: uh Miak side for women, North um,
0: versus everybody.
1: Well, it was Norfolk. Uh, Coppin State was actually, I think, first place right now on the women's side. Um, just due to, I think, uh, no, uh, Howard beat Norfolk State, and that opened the door for
0: Coppin State to take the lead. Yeah, but Norfolk beat Coppin State. Oh, they did beat. Okay,
1: okay. There we go.
0: They both they both got one loss, but Norfolk's and technically, you know, yeah. The, uh, what they call catbird seat. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, speaking of that, Norfolk State took uh, beat women beat Morgan State tonight. Um, Coppin State beat Howard. Central beat Delaware State, and uh, Maryland Eastern Shore beat South Carolina State.
0: Yeah, and then on on the swag side, uh. Pine Bluff, Arkansas Pine Bluff beat Graham. Bethune beat Alcorn. Jackson State beat FAMU. Southern beat Mississippi Valley. Uh, Prairie View beat Alabama and m And Alabama State beat Texas Southern. That Graham, that Graham, I wanted to watch that Graham uh, Pine Bluff game, man. I would have yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, man. We had a show tonight, but. You could have win, man. We would have rescheduled. Nah, that's yeah. how I- Man, it's all good.
1: I'm just uh looking
0: through here. Um, hmm. fam, you up over Jackson State and men's though right now? Something to keep an eye on as the show goes on. Yeah. Um. Speaking. Yeah, you you said to score. Uh, that Jackson State.
1: Um, women's. Jackson State versus uh fam Uh, that game at, that score at half was a one point game, uh, in favor of FAMU. you. Yeah, uh, fam of course. Jackson State ran with it, you know, what I'm saying blew saying? blew it wide open in the second half. Um, yeah, I'm looking out. Um, Southern is up on Mississippi Valley State by 10, uh, and um, Alabama and M's up on Prairie View, uh, by four. And then, of course, uh, Alcorn State playing Bethune-Cookman on ESPN2 is up by six. Uh, Alabama State-Texas Southern game is delayed. I don't know any info on that or what's going on. I saw that. Yeah, so. All right. Uh, we should be expecting G to hop on shortly. Coach Gerald Huggins give us an update from the Shrine Bowl. Uh, get him up real quick. Uh, Trying to see. Oh, I hadn't even looked. Um, I don't even know if it's worth looking at. I don't. I know Hampton has been terrible. uh, But North Carolina, yeah, A&T has been. You know, saying kind of holding their own. Um, Let's see here. Ant actually lost to Drexel this past weekend. And Hampton got beat uh in a close one by Elon on the men's side. Now the women's side is where um where AT has been making their money. Um they beat Elon uh 5642 on Sunday, and Hampton women beat Hofstra 6762. Uh and then I also got to check with What's good, Coach Green? I just got to check on Tennessee State. I hadn't checked on them either. All right. Uh, On the women's side, they lost by four on Saturday. As far as the men, look and see what they did. you talking about? Tennessee State, yeah. And yes. then, um, they won by four <laughs> on the men. They on the, uh, against East Illinois on Saturday. So
0: this all this all corn Bethune game looked like it's going to be a good one so far. Yeah,
1: um, I I've joked, um. About Regis, and said, uh, "With him being a D, he's not gonna
0: fire himself, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> right?" Uh, but they, you know saying so they holding their own in the in the uh, conference. They four and two in the conference. Yep. Uh, Alcorn is three and three in the conference. They have not been as uh been as good as they were last year. Uh, Coach uh, uh, Coach Green said, "Check on uh." On uh, Russ
0: Lady Bearcats this Thursday, make man, sure we do that. I need to send you some film culture, and I got a, I I got a chick for you, man. I'm an I'm inboxer. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing this. I show, I mean, put in
1: the time up here.
0: You over there slipping on your job, man.
1: Yeah, I know. Hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to check and see where uh he at, see where he at.
0: She a high school kid, coach. Back to back state champ, going for a third.
1: What position she play? Because that's gonna
0: she play uh shooting guard, but she probably gonna play point at the next level.
1: Uh, looking at this game, they are all coin up by eight. This point. Um, while we waiting, um, and I know we're gonna talk a lot more football. Uh for the second year in a row, we have the legacy bowl had a replacement at coach. Uh for the (laughs) what was supposed to be coach Willie Simmons will now be coach Bubba McDowell filling in. Um Trying to pull this up, pull that up. Look, uh it, I think it's gonna be uh Chindis Berry and Bubba McDowell uh on one side, and then it is Coach Larry Scott and Alvin Parker. Uh of course Chennis Berry, although and he's now the head coach at South Carolina State, is is representing for uh, Benedict College. Um Bubba McDowell from Prairie View. You got Coach Larry Scott from Howard and Coach Alvin Parker for Virginia Union. So, you know, Team Robson versus Team Gaither.
0: Yeah, that's a the matchup. Yeah. Um. It's over at the Legacy Bowl, man. Yeah, that's big. Big. I'm
1: looking forward to seeing. Um, what they do. Also, speaking of, I know we, like I say, we got Coach G supposed to be coming on. Uh, this, I think, it's this Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday. It's the Shrine Bowl.
0: And I forgot all about that game.
1: Yeah, Shrine Bowl. That's why we got him coming on. He's gonna. He's he's actually down there covering it. Uh, oh. We got three, three guys from the HBCU uh, market. Uh, got Sunday out from Gram Sunday Anderson from Grambling, uh, Mikey Victor from Alabama state and, uh, dinkwa the offensive line, big offensive lineman from how. Yeah. Dinkwa. Awesome. Yeah. I was gonna mess it up. You no, know I am with names, but, uh, got him both. All three of those guys there. Um, been hearing good things about him uh at least through g yeah
0: I saw this Sunday I met with quite a few teams <clears throat> went uh down at the ball game, so it's always very promising to see and I know uh Duncan with his size probably stood out among the offensive line, so wouldn't be surprised to see him getting a lot of looks either All right um
1: also also not surprised uh Mikey Victor um. Mm-hmm. He was a finalist for the um, Aeneas Williams. Williams Award. Uh, very fluid, good with his hips. Uh, did, I mean, had an a, a amazing season with Alabama State. Um if I'm not mistaken, he's an FBS transfer as well. So he's been doing very well.
0: Yeah. Very well down at camp. So just good to see the exposure for those guys, man.
1: Yeah. Definitely love it, man. As much you know, saying give me
0: all the exposure you can. Yeah, so for real, all right. as long as it's not negative publicity, it's good publicity. Big facts, big facts. Um, we also got
1: we got we got to start talking, man. We getting close to the uh, draft too, NFL draft. We got to start looking at possible guys who who's who may get their name called, or, or you know, since start getting that uh.
0: <laughs> that undrafted free agency that uh, <clears throat> you got the um, spring league also, man, coming up. That's very true. Uh, the new merge spring league,
1: the uh, UFL. Yeah, UFL right. uh, so, now my question with that, I now think, that uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the UFL United Football League, now with that being said, with it, with it now being just two leagues, of course, the spring league and the you know it's the NFL. Um, did that really kind of hurt? As yeah. we you because you know how they were getting called in both leagues.
0: That took that took some teams away for sure.
1: Yeah, it took it took weight. Basically, they took teams from both sides. Mm-hmm. Like four teams from both sides, if I'm not mistaken, or some to that. Effect.
0: Something to that effect. But they only got eight teams compared to there being like sixteen or whatever. However many there were. So yeah, that's a big that's a dwindled down roster of availability. You know, s- slots for available roster spots. So man, that can't do nothing but hurt HBCUs and and anybody trying to make it to the next level.
1: Oh man, but thorn's making a push trying to come back. They were down, uh, they were down eleven now. You know, since so just hit that big shot, they're down nine now. So yeah. it's twenty six seventeen. Uh, ten and a half left
0: in the first. Ooh. It's been a good one so far. Big dunk. All right, let's see here. If... What well, uh what else we got before we get to the I guess? Uh, that was pretty much it. It Was the basketball. Um,
1: we won't wait and talk fam you with with our guest schedule preview, you know what I'm saying? With them, we were talking to Shrine Bow with uh,
0: what our girls do on the gymnastics front.
1: Oh, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Shout out to Coach Asia, uh, Sims Fletcher, and the girls over at Talladega had a great, wonderful um, meet on Friday. Uh she talked about how she they were striving to hit a 190. Um and they hit that 190. Came in second place, actually. That's um
0: just,
1: Southeast crazy. Missouri was uh first. Uh then it was Talladega and then uh Winona. Uh I think that's what it is. Winona or Noah, Winona. Um I got that's I weird. can't think of the young lady's name. Uh, but one of the young ladies placed uh I think third overall. And I'm say third on the all around, and I think like second in beams. Let me pull it up here. But man, it was huge—a uh, uh, very big victory, you know, not just a quote-unquote moral victory. Trying. Um, Let his name, Landon Williams. Was, I'm sorry, she was third uh place on floor size. Uh then um yep, this is her. Kristen Johnson was first place uh tie on the vault, and she was third place all around. Kudos. Yeah, big facts, big facts. Uh, yep, they finished with a final score of 190.175. Um beat Winona State was who they you know what I'm saying so. Yeah, went on the state. That was huge, huge for them. Um, I was excited watching it. I I watched that. I had that on on my tablet and then I had the, uh, LSU, um, I forget who they, Missouri gymnastics on the TV. So I was watching both kind of comparing and looking and stuff, man, listen, I was excited. Um, W not W What what? I'm stuck on the first word.
0: I guess is what's new on the streets. Oh,
1: what's new on the streets? It's uh Tuskegee, not more house to the MEAC So I don't know how it's going um I mean don't know who it is now. I guess we have to wait and see.
0: Could that be why they looking to push you? athletics so fast? You know what I mean? So much. And I mean, like getting the lights and stuff at the stadium and all of, you know, the, the push. That I, I,
1: I mean, it could be, uh, how, how, I mean, not to be funny, you know what I'm saying? No shot to Erica, but, uh, Howard don't have lights at their stadium. They bring in lights, rent lights.
0: I know. I'm just saying like, but, oh, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. saying. Yeah, but right. like, the, the push into athletics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: For that reason. Interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, I don't that's, know. That's, I think yeah, if you got,
1: that's interesting.
0: I think if you get either one of them, though, you get a big brand, though.
1: You get a big brand. Morehouse, of course, would be a bigger market. Yeah. Because yeah, he yeah. doesn't give you, I mean, they give you the, I guess, technically the,
0: Montgomery market, technically, I guess. Yeah, like, that's not really. But I good. mean, are they really looking at it for market sizes, though?
1: You're absolutely right. If you are, if you're the you gonna welcome who
0: else? Are you just looking at it for like rivalry purposes and things like that? Yeah. So who else
1: you gonna bring in? And I guess you know, saying, I
0: felt like Clark was automatic. Just, just because. You get the city of Atlanta, not necessarily the market, but you get the city of Atlanta to host. You know what I'm saying? Miag and all that kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Would be, it'd be interesting. Uh, Very interesting.
1: Uh, Almost time for our guests. Bring them on. Let's talk about these schedules. Uh, Oh yeah, catch up with
0: G. Making a, a, a comeback for sure.
1: They're down five now that could be on in a little
0: bit so i don't know who else you would bring in though to me i mean would you bring in a virginia school virginia state virginia union i felt
1: so i felt like the school that was probably most ready was south carolina i'm sorry not south carolina uh, uh benedict facilities wise you know um but I don't think that I don't know if they necessarily ready now that coach bear is gone I mean the facilities didn't change but
0: I mean I don't think the coach really matters you know what I mean like, that's true I think but, it more, go ahead I'm sorry I think it more so matters like how vested your administration is into athletics you know what I mean so I feel like Benedict they got the right mindset, so I think they could they could make that jump no matter who the coach is. But I just don't know if they want to make that jump. Right. Um, you know what?
1: I'm going to say this. Well, I ain't going to say it. I'm going to go ahead and talk, say this now, bring this up, then we'll get our guests on. Because okay. Green say they need enough teams to have a north and south division. I don't think you do. I don't think you need – because you just keep it divisionless. <laughs> So we've seen like in the SIAC. They keep it divisional. Yeah, in the SIAC, they got a million schools over there and they keep it divisionless, and every game matters. Every game is a playoff game.
0: Yeah. I say keep it divisionless too. Just add two teams.
1: All right. Let's go ahead and get our guest on. Bring it back. One of the his names in FCS. Football, our good man, Zach McKenna, coming back blue. Also, welcoming to HBCR for the first time. Y'all see him in the chats. He be talking to, talking to all that noise. <laughs> Mr. Lionel Mosby from, from uh, PV versus everybody. Fellas, welcome fellas.
2: to. Appreciate y'all, man. What's happening
0: with my guys, man? How y'all doing?
3: Yeah, chilling, man. Excited.
0: Zach, I had a good joke for
1: you, and I forgot it. And I, I'm disappointed in myself, because I had a good one for you. I was gonna tell everybody that uh, the reason why, uh, something, I forgot. I, I'm gonna think of it later on. It's gonna be after the show. It ain't gonna be funny no more. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> Mr. Lionel, man, good to meet you. Glad to have you on, man. Thanks for joining us.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, doing good, man. I see you bringing, you know what I'm saying, you bringing people down to the Houston area. You know what I mean? You didn't slide them down to check out Prairie View, though, but it's okay. I I, I see you. I see you,
1: though. I, I appreciate that. I, I do want to say this. I, I, I put this out there. <laughs> we reached out to some HBCUs near and far. And nobody, nobody bit. Not one school bit. Mm. Unfortunately, it was the HBCU in Boulder. And I told them we weren't going though. Oh my goodness. Oh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now,
1: nah, nah, we you know it's so a Jackson State kind of talked a little bit, but nobody really and that's the surprising thing. We we I literally we literally stay 30, 45 minutes from ALM. I I Went to just about every home game except for like the Thursday games last year. And them didn't even mm. didn't budge. So they invited he. I mean, they invited him to homecoming, but that was that was like it.
3: So you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? That's what Jordan pay. said. Yeah. That's facts. Yeah, big fat Blue man, what's
1: what's going on? What's the latest in the world?
2: Man, chilling. Uh senior bowl starts tomorrow. So be beat be all those practices, man. I think we got five FCS guys, one HBCU guy who's a D2 guy, Willie Drew. So probably go talk to him as well. But man, um, I wish I would have been able to make it down to the shrine bowl, had some stuff come up, when able to make that. But I know G and all those guys are doing a heck of a job covering it over there, man. But now it's just a draft. Hopefully we get some names called. But from what I'm hearing, until day three, it's not looking too hot.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. 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 Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We I literally just said that not long ago. It's like, hey, draft coming up. We're gonna have to talk some, some, you know, a little bit of that. But I, I got a question. Well, I got not really a question. Um, one of the hottest conversations in uh all HBCU football has come to an end. Fam you has a new head coach. They named Coach Cozy, interim coach, James Cozy the third, as their head coach now. Um I'm gonna get y'all thoughts first before I say mine.
2: Go ahead, Lotto. <laughs> Uh Listen, my,
3: I mean, this is, you wasted time to do what you know yeah. people force your hand to do at the end of the day. For me, uh, I'm happy. That's what you want. That's what you feel that you need to be to be at at your best. Because end of the day, I want to beat you at your best anyway. So to me, I'm happy they got cozy. I, I'm. You know, I, Jackson State people, you know, hey, listen, don't throw shots at me. But it's like they wanted them to fall and beat them while they're down. For me, I'm like, no, I want you to be whatever you are at your best, and I want to beat you at your best. So, for me, I'm happy they got the guy they wanted. Now, if it, it work, if it doesn't work out, which I don't understand why the AD didn't just make the move anyway. If everybody's saying it's the guy you want, you're new, you're only there for a year, You're you're safe, right, if you make that move. You know, yeah. so the way she went about it, I don't. I don't really understand why she went about it the way she did um, because it wasn't really going to be on you, but, you know, now, you know, it kind of yeah. has put a little wrench in, in some, you know, in the relationship Yeah, you know, I've seen cozy at the interview, tried to, you know, make some jokes. They didn't land. So, you know, you can tell there's some, you know, it's going to be awkward for a while, but at the end of the day, I'm happy he got the job, man. I'm happy. The student is happy. I hope the guys that decommitted come back. Um, At the end of the day, because I want all I want all HBCUs playing at the top at the best. I want them to be able to play a Richmond and it's like we can win that game. Right. So I want all of us to just elevate our level of competition. So that's
2: my thoughts. Yeah, I think that's kind of the consensus is just if that was the move you were going to make, you should have made it January. What, second, third, fourth, fifth? I mean, we're sitting here on January 29th and the dude just had his intro press conference and signing days next Wednesday. Yeah, I just I just don't understand. And also on top of that, you look at all the meetings they had about, you know, are we good on finances? Well, let's go ahead and drop some money on a a search firm that we're not going to take any of their recommendations. And it was like and then once the search committee got shoved into the equation as well, it was like they're like, we're just going to recommend five people who are on the staff and throwing McNair, who we know isn't going to be the next head coach of FAMU. It's like, you just wasted everyone's time. You wasted money and it was just, what was what was the point? I just kind of hope this offseason was kind of a learning experience on coaching searches because man, we saw some just outrageous ones from Texas Southern and the board relationship, which is a whole other problematic conversation, to FAMU trying to do whatever they did and then he even get to a southern who took a little while to promote the interim as well and he still can't get a full staff together yeah and it's just it's just been chaotic this all season man but it, it shouldn't have come to this and i'm hoping he's successful but i'm wondering if the time it took to make this decision like lionel said did it burn too many bridges and can the ad come back from this or is that relationship yeah. severed and it's just a ticking time bomb before she's on her way out the door
0: yeah i'm kind of with y'all on that i think this was the hire that most people thought would be the guy whenever Willie simmons first left and it seemed like they had to make it as dramatic as possible to ultimately end up with the guy that everybody thought was going to be the guy and uh, in the process you lost how many recruits you lost how many commits you know what i mean you lost how many transfers and so you basically put him behind a ball like you said signing day is right around the corner and he's just now getting where he needs to be able to recruit and actually you know get his program where it needs to be and have that have that backing of the ad and the athletic department behind him not just ha- him out there as an the interim so i think ultimately you know it, it, did, it didn't really make sense like everybody said, but I think it It kind of was a, a power struggle at the top and ultimately politics played played out and that's what made it so dramatic. But I think uh, nobody would have thought that Gremlin coaching search would be like the cleanest, smoothest coaching search of all the, the possible sweat coaching searches this year because everybody in Gremlin was wondering what the hell was going on because he said seven to 10 days and it took him a month, you know? So I just felt like, like Zach said, every every coaching hire came with drama, came with some kind of some kind of hiccup, some kind of hurdle that they had to get to to ultimately land their guy, and it just it should it shouldn't be that dramatic whenever it comes to making hires, especially whenever you know the guy's already in the building. Ah, here we go. This was
1: terrible, start to finish. Um. I, I do want to say, I w- I started off very impressed with how the alumni and the fan base got together to raise uh, the amount of money they did during the time that they did. Because we all know what Christmas is. Not everybody got their tax money. You know what I'm saying? Um, they raised that money, and understandably so. You know, say Coach Simmons decided to move forward, you know what I'm saying? Take something else. Uh, then everything after that was all about emotions. It was like a it was like a bad R and B song because all we heard was why people were mad with the AD, why people were mad with the boosters, and everything was based on emotions. Nobody was talking in facts, nobody was talking in absolutes, nobody was even thinking about the the players. Um they got mad. It, it, I think it started off when she uh when AD Sykes uh, mentioned. Wanting to bring Coach Gibbs in from Fort Valley State, and then all I heard was feelings. Oh, 2019, he was in a fight with us. Oh, and it was just like that. You holding on to that? It's like you know. I don't think he's qualified. He's a D two coach.
2: My God, come on, you know. I drama, man. Drama in it. The, the funny part is Colsey was a D2 coach. He had only yeah. had coaching experience was at St. Mary's, right?
1: I'm glad you said that. Let's look at his resume. Uh,
2: he started, he they began put his, they his, his resume career. up on family. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, athletic
1: age, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. They, you know saying? He became a, a coach in 2002. Um, he was assistant DB coach at FIU. He was a grad assistant at Florida state from, uh, Oh four to 06. Uh, in 07, he was the special teams coordinator and DB coach at Valdosta. Um, in 2008 to 2011, he was assistant head coach and defensive coordinator at Western Georgia. 2012, he was the South Arkansas special teams recruited uh, special teams coach, recruiting coordinator, and DBs coach. In 2013, he was at Simon Fraser in Canada. He was the defensive coordinator and DB coach. 2014, he was at Coffeeville, uh, community college. He was a special teams coach, recruiting coordinator, and DB's coach in 2015. He was back in Canada at British Columbia, defensive coordinator and DB's coach from 2016 to 2021. He was the head coach at St. Mary's in Canada. Um, looking at this, he had, uh, two, two winning seasons. He lost in the Lonnie bowl or Lonnie bowl, um, uh, Those both of those winning seasons, everything else was downhill. Um, and then 2002, he came to uh, FAMU as the DB coach. And 20, I'm sorry, I said uh, 2002, 2022, he was the uh, DB coach at FAMU. And 2023, last year, he was the assistant head coach and DB's coach. So he does, I mean, he has a a, seems like great knowledge of the game, but as you said, Zach, his only coaching experience as a head coach is that. You know, Saint Mary's in yep. Canada. Yeah. Um, Will Davis said um AD did not engage DSOs in the search, big mistake. Help me out. What's DSO's?
2: I'm, I'm missing. Just like the big money people, pretty much. Oh, okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all the all people the who, who
2: go ahead. Oh no! I was about to say, no, yeah, you talk, like all the organizations that really have a say or any power on gotcha. all the people that pretty much raise that money to keep Willie. Yeah, didn't talk to any okay. of them, which was a mistake because I mean, and Pooh, you guys to cover Power Five LSU was going to make a hired head coach and didn't talk to no boosters, didn't talk to no yeah. big organizations. We all know what would happen with that one. Yeah, right. I mean, it's their
0: money ultimately. You, you know what I mean? You. You let them know where that money's ultimately going, so okay. So, will they say if Gibbs was so
1: good, why didn't all southern, Gramlin, or South Carolina State hire him? Well, he's good enough to take over the championship program. Great question! So, I do want to address this. We talked about smooth coaching, you know, what I'm saying hires Allcorn probably had the smoothest McNary now announced he was, yeah. um, he was leaving at like 10 by 11 30 before lunch. They, you know, what I'm saying they said, hey. We ordered subway. What y'all want? Oh, coach, you know, what I'm saying coach Thomas, you it Congratulations. Um, Southern, so now South Carolina State. I'll go to South Carolina State. South Carolina State wanted Chinese Barry. They they, you know, what I'm saying they full court press and got them. Southern and Grambling. It's no secret that Southern was going all out for uh Coach Barry. Um, they swung and missed, and then from there. I don't know what their coaching search was from there. Uh direct support organization. Appreciate it, Will. Uh Grambling. I don't fully know that. I do know they went to the players and stuff and talked, but you no, know, as far as saying, you know, he's he's good enough, you know, saying why he they didn't look at it. I don't know if they didn't look at him. I you know, to be honest with you, I, I know what we I know most of those teams. Well, actually, outside of Alcorn, the other three teams all looked at one guy.
0: For the most part, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying, for the most part, and then moved on from there. So I don't know any of the other names that they actually looked at though. So
3: now, I think Gramlin did what FamU should have did, right? right? Like that's a Gremlin did exactly what FamU should have done, which is actually what they basically end up with with the committee for the committee, right? Mm-hmm. They would have. They would have been in the same boat and ended the same place if they would have did that. Really, I mean, you can question Gremlin doing it. Like maybe you should have hired a search firm versus Famu. You know, it's like they really almost should have switched roles, in my opinion. Right? You know what I'm saying? You know, so my thought process.
0: I get what you're saying, though. Uh, Gramlin, Gremlin, getting their players' input, getting input from you know the people that they decided to put on their little board. It you would you would think that fam you would have did something similar to that and and get some of their players input get some of their you know what's up who
1: no I'm sorry because he asked this question and this was actually one of my questions he said how did Gibbs get consideration and not Queen Gray um I know he he did I think he he put in his name um I don't know what happened from there I. I shrugged my head, you know, what I'm saying, my shoulders at that one. I agree with you, there. Why did Queen Gray not get a, a you know, what I'm saying a
0: look? That was one of the ones I, I definitely looked at. So, yeah, that's that's a name that was very popular during these coaching searches, but I'm not sure exactly why Famu wasn't one of the teams that gave him a look.
1: Um, I got a
0: theory. <laughs> oh Lord.
1: I do think that 80 Sykes just really want to, to, she kind of wanted to go outside because it ultimately put her imprint. Yeah, put an imprint. Cause if it doesn't work, it's gonna come down on her. And it's I had a used to have high school coach, one of the high school coaches who lived next door to me. Um, and he also coached the soccer team. And he told me, say, man, he said, I don't know a lot about soccer. He said, but I'm coaching middle school. And these kids try to come to me and tell me, you know, saying all these different things to do, you know, saying as far as coaching the soccer, and I have to tell them sometimes, hey, at the end of the day, I'm the one who's gonna get fired, so just run this play. It's a bad mentality to have, but that's how some people look at stuff. I'm not saying that's what she did, but
0: yeah, I don't don't necessarily know if she's gonna get fired over it, but. I think not
1: not this decision, but if if it didn't work out,
0: I think I think she was trying to to make a name for herself and hire somebody that was her hire and not somebody who was already on staff. You know what I'm saying? She wanted to put her influence in into the hire. You know what I mean? Whether that's right or wrong, I just felt like that's what she was trying to do. Um Elvin asks who's the uh
1: fam DC. Um uh, it's not Smith. He he left. He did he, he go?
2: Yeah, he I left. Don't, uh, I, I don't think he officially left. I
1: thought he was he still. Hadn't left oh, okay. I, I yeah, it was just it was I, I think
2: I think it was kind of like a verbal agreement that, like, depending on who the head coach was, he was gonna leave. But Murray okay. state nor FAMU have made an official announcement. So I he's kind of still up in the air right now. Oh, if they can if keep they him. Do. Now that that's a
3: bigger. That would be the the biggest. That would be the big yeah. loss, right? If you if we're really talking, right? Like that that like would be that would be yeah. A,
1: a, um, I think that would be a massive loss, a big loss. Was losing Dispers already?
2: He he, him going to the to, to Boulder. So I, I might have a controversial opinion on that. I don't think that's as big of a loss as people are making it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think – I really do think there's a handful of programs in the SWAC that sell themselves that yeah. it isn't hard to be a recruiting coordinator and FAMU is one of those. Hmm. I don't think – it. I don't I, – I really don't think Devin Rispers was just like this unquestioned, like can't replace person on the staff. Like I think Ryan Smith is a – would be a way bigger loss than Devin because as Cause- long as you get someone who can recruit – with the resources that fam has with the state that they're in, with the branding that they have, man, I listen, anyone can recruit at fam. You, and I just don't, I don't think Devin's as big of a loss as people are making it.
1: That's, that's, that's very fair. Good point. Yeah. Um, well, fellas, I don't want to stay on, on fam. You too, too much longer. Uh, tonight, uh, will Davis getting, he already blood pressure getting up. He he getting mad at us. You know saying? He, he not already got, you know what I'm saying, U-Haul reservation. But, 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 but man, let's talk uh, schedules, man. Uh, 2024 football schedules. Uh, we know that the SWAC put out the, the their schedule. Some of the schools that already started leaking them, um, the SWAC started putting out theirs uh, and just kind of releasing and I do want to go over. I'm gonna put I, I've got all the schedules. Um, I don't think all the teams have their information fully input, but I do have all the schedules. Um, and I don't necessarily want to go deep dive into each schedule, but I do want to point out uh which schools have like interesting matchups and you know what I'm saying games that you know what I'm saying may interest you, you know, say at least on paper right now. Um so with that said, first up, man, we got let me, let me get this ready first up we got Alabama and uh taking on Arbor this open this season then they got Kentucky State then they got Fayetteville State then they got uh Austin P then they got Famu Jackson State Bethune Alabama State Southern Arkansas Pine Bluff Grambling. Yeah, Grambling in, in Huntsville too. Then they got uh Mississippi Valley in Edelbino.
2: Mm, that's a lot of losses. <laughs> 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 Ooh,
0: that's rough.
1: I'ma am I'm going to tell you. Um You've I understand that's rough. I- I understand the the money game, or I, I don't like seeing Alabama and them play these these early season games because one, they it, it, it's thank you injuries, and then it's um the rest of the season is just a complete wash. The first three games tell me nothing. Um, you play in Auburn, you know, what I'm saying make a little money, you know, what I'm saying put a little something on tape for for scouts, I guess. Um, then you take Kentucky State that moves the needle very little for me. Um, then you got Fayetteville State, which, again, doesn't move the needle for me. Uh, but all that, te- you know I'm so saying, if you slip up and you lose one of those games, that seat is going to be on fire.
2: Now, there's going to be some clean offices if they lose one of those two games. Facts. Um. Then
1: the Austin Peay game is the, the, the first game that actually is, is of interest to me. And
2: So it's a lot of L's, like you said, man, a lot of L's. I mean, I just don't see, like, where do you, like, I'll give them the two D2 games, and I hate this schedule because I hate teams that schedule multiple D2 games. Like, one's fine. I understand one because you got to have that money home game, but two's Mm -hmm. crazy. That's just insane with the 12-game schedule. The Austin Pizza a question mark. Scotty Walden took the UTEP job. They got a new coach in. They've been recruiting at a really high level, though. They hired South Carolina's tight end coach as their head coach, so a guy with a lot of SEC ties, a lot of Southern recruiting ties, and they've been active in the in the portal. I don't see them beating FAM on the road. That home winning streak is going to stay strong there. I don't see them beating Jackson to Mobile. They really were on the verge of getting run out of the building in that one until Jackson kind of let up late. The Magic City Classic. I think Alabama State upgraded at quarterback. That defense is still going to be good. I don't see them getting the Magic City Classic either. Southern's going to be a tough game, even at home. Uh, grambling at home is still going to be a tough game, in my opinion, with Miles Crowley coming back. And then last time they went to Itabina, they lost. On that Thursday night game two years ago, ESPNU and Dancy put it on put, put it on m at home, and I don't think that's a guaranteed win either, so – Kyle Maynard's got to have to win some games that I don't expect him to to save his job because it's the last year of his contract. And we really could be looking at a, like, like Pusa, a very, very hot seat by the time October rolls around. Because I think there's a good chance you're two and three no D1 wins going into the month of October. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's absolutely
3: <laughs> nothing interesting in the schedule other than the uniform, the all white uniform. That's it. Not even design is interesting. All right. <laughs> The uh, you know, Alabama A&M got the classic uniform, the swag, the only school the classic uniform. Other than that, ain't nothing interesting. All right, I hate D2 games, period, across the board. I only team I give some leeway is Alabama State because the miles and oh, the skiing yeah. game, right? Like, that's literally the only swag school I really give leeway there, um, because of the vicinity, right, and history, et cetera. Other than that, like Kentucky State has nothing to do with anything. Fairville State has nothing to do with anything. Like, why are you even playing them? It makes no sense. You there's North Alabama in the area. You know, you got Sanford close. Like, you got so many other schools that you could play against that you can actually get a good game. You're not gonna, you know, not you know, you're not talking about a game where you're gonna come in and, and, and have guys that are gonna be hurt because of the game, right? So to me, I, I don't like that schedule and like you say, after October 5th, that their, their season's probably over anyway, right? So, I don't like the schedule, per se. I don't like any of our SWAC schedules where we have multiple D2 games, to be honest. That's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. And
0: you got anything? Nah, man. That's just a lot of L's, bro. <laughs> uh,
1: next up, I actually like this next schedule. I'm actually... I got a couple that I like on it. Uh, Alabama State open up with uh Orange Blossom Classic versus North Carolina Central. Then they got Miles. Then they take on Samford. Um, then they've got Bethune Cookman. They play FAMU for homecoming. Mm. Then they go. They got Mississippi Valley State. Then they got the Magic City Classic. Then they got the Port City Classic versus Alcorn State. Then they go to the hole, take on Grambling State. Then they got Jackson State at home, Prairie View at home, and then they finish off with Tuskegee in the Turkey Day Classic.
0: That's a better graphic than Alabama A&M had. Facts. That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> it's
3: going to be my lead, <laughs> right? Uh, I, I, they have an awesome schedule for them, yep. right, as far as having the opportunity. If you're talking about a year where, they really believe, like, hey, this the year we can win the East, right, and make it to the SWAC championship game, possibly Atlanta. This the year, right? You really got Alcorn on the road. That's – I mean, depending on how Gramlin is, right, of course. I know Ant is already staring at me. But <laughs> that's that's all you got, right? Like, I'm looking at it like you're going to Lorman, playing against Alcorn and the referees. Everything else you got. No, no, no. That's that's in Mobile. Yeah, that's in Mobile. It's the Port City. Oh, and that's in Mobile. So, literally, so you really only got Grambling at home, right? Mm -hmm. On the road, right? You got Florida and M. You got Jackson. You got PV. all at home in the gump, right? This schedule just aligns so good for them as far as them having an opportunity to win the East, right? And then, yeah, I mean, you got North Carolina Central. You got Sanford on here. So, those are two great games, so it makes the Miles and Tuskegee like – you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm okay with that based on the history and stuff. Um, So I love – I actually like this schedule. I not want to say I love the schedule. I do – I like the schedule.
0: I put it yeah, to like this, though. My bad, Zach. But this this is going to be – this is going to be a team that if they don't make the Celebration Bowl, we're going to look – I know we're, what you're going to say. They could have made the playoffs if they didn't have them 2d2s on their schedule. Mm. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you, even they, they with can't the, d2s. Make the
2: playoffs, they they can't yeah, because, because of the Turkey Day classic. Oh, okay, yeah, that's correct. the same that's week as the playoffs, so that like okay, Alabama State, right. okay. Southern, and Grambling, no matter what they do, they're ineligible for the playoffs because they play that same week.
0: I forgot about, about
2: that. Yeah, so that's
0: the only reason why.
1: But I, 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 I that was literally I what I was God. gonna say.
2: Them d2s would kill it though, bro. No,
0: the way so I'm telling you, you got bro. central. I you mean, know, yeah, man, miles and
1: stuff. D- but if you if you if you if you, if you run the tape, if you run well, I say run the tape. Say you run the tape, you lose to one of these games. Say, you know, saying you lose to FAMU, right? This schedule, the the strength of this schedule, in my opinion, I understand you got the two D twos, but the strength of you know saying you're beating the Central, you're beating Samford, um, Grambling, Jackson State, Prairie View. I think they, they at least would have had a chance for at large,
0: at least now, a chance. If you take the Tuskegee game off, maybe, but with two D twos on the schedule, you wouldn't have had a chance.
2: Yeah, they'd be uh, that would have been tough, to, especially because Sanford's probably not going to be voted to win the So. Like you would need Sanford to probably go on to win the SoCon, and you would need Central to go on to win the MIAC, which they. Possibly could. I mean, Sanford won the, like, competed for the SoCon two years ago last year. They took a massive step back, missed the playoffs, and they're losing hires at quarterback. They're losing their number one wide receiver, losing a lot. Of, I have no idea what Sanford's yeah. going to be, and that, that could be good for Alabama State, because that could be a very winnable game on the road with Sanford bringing in a new defensive coordinator, or losing the starting quarterback. There's a lot of questions. I mean, I don't mind the schedule. Like Lionel said, like the 2D2 games for Bama State are always going to be a given. They're going to play those. But at least they schedule two tough out-of-conference opponents to make up for that. The only issue I have is just financially, why wouldn't you make Valley your homecoming game? Because the FAMU and Jackson game and the PV game are going to sell itself. Yes, yeah. Sell the Valley game by making it homecoming. I'm going to tell you, and I
1: get that. The reason why they do that is because – um they try to give as much space between homecoming and Magic City Classic, so they can get people fans it's a in week. both games. Say what? That's a week.
2: No, that's two, two weeks. Week. They get a bye week after Valley. No, no they get, it's I'm, a two saying, I'm
0: saying
1: if you were to push home, but that gives homecoming. you but what you what you're looking
2: you're looking at
1: you're looking at three weeks, you know, what I'm saying or, or close to a month of, you know, saying, hey, you got one in the beginning of October and then one at the end of October. That's kind of, and and granted, I understand what you're saying is, you know, saying, why not make Valley? Makes a lot of sense, but I'm telling you the rationale behind it is... What I am saying is
0: Valley game is literally a week after the FAMU game.
3: I get that, but that's an extra week,
1: week.
0: I know. I'm just saying.
1: Alabama State don't know
3: how to do homecoming. They learning, y'all. They learning on the fly. Let them work (laughs) their kinks out in a couple (laughs) years. They'll know how to do homecoming, know how to schedule homecoming. All right, don't be so hard on them,
0: okay? A week shouldn't make that much of a difference, man.
3: I'm I'm just telling
1: you the the thought part because it was – I've asked the same question, and it was they try to give fans enough time in between so they're not traveling back-to-back, you know what I'm saying, for these two big games. Cause you know people are gonna come for homecoming, like Lionel said. Homecoming is new. It used to be Turkey Day every year. That was yeah. homecoming. So now that they're scheduling and trying to fit it in, it's, they're trying to balance it out.
2: That's fair. I'm just saying financially. It, to me, it, it would just be because the Valley game is probably isn't going to draw a big crowd anyway. And if you made that homecoming, mm-hmm. you probably increased attendance by what at least three to five k, right. maybe more. Man, it's right. only a week later, man.
3: I agree, I agree with you though. At the end of the day, I do. I'm being funny, but I do agree with you. I think they value would have made more sense. Now, I want to say before you move on, right? Mm-hmm. Alabama State. I, do they did they care when they made the schedule about winning? I mean, about having a shot at the playoffs, or did they say, "Man, look at what fam you did last year." And they won, they, listen, whack, and they went to the They're not going to make They can't do the they're, playoffs, not, so. they're, not,
2: they're, not, they're never eligible for the playoffs because the Turkey Day Classic is the same week as the first round of the playoffs.
3: Bruh, I get that. But I'm, I'm, I'm just saying in the sense that when they when they scheduled this, right, they obviously they don't have a chance at the playoffs. But my point is, when you look at what, fam, you did, last year, fam, you had West Georgia and Lincoln, right, on their schedule. Even though, yeah, they got they had, I think, USF last year, right? Yeah, but that's what that's what they had on their schedule. They they had a schedule put together so they could go win the SWAC and plan win a celebration bowl. You know what I'm saying? That was their focus was. So, yeah. you know, and I've heard people say, I've heard multiple people say that's the model teams should go after. Right? I disagree with that, but the model of hey, I'm I take a D one or two two D two schools right so that I don't have an issue of um. So I essentially have – it's like, fam, you had a basic rest game, right? You know what I'm saying? That game before Bethune-Cookman. I get what you're saying, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they essentially had a game where you you didn't have 70 more plays, right, on on your legs and on, you know, your yeah. body playing another swat school, right, or another Sanford or even a Central. So to me it's like that's what Alabama State is saying. Hey, we got an opportunity here. Obviously some of these schedules – some of these games before, right, but we got an opportunity here. Right to really win the East and, and win SWAT.
2: So I think if they if they did that, I don't think they would agree to the Orange Blossom Classic because like that's a dangerous game to get. Like that, that's their two out of conference games are better than any out of conference game that uh FAMU played outside of South Florida, and they knew the FBS game wasn't going to affect their chances either way. I think if they were really doing the FAMU model. They would have scheduled two even more cupcake out of conference games, maybe a third yeah. D2 game if they could have gotten away with it, which would have been insane. But I don't think they would have signed up to play Central, who's probably going to be a preseason top 25 team, and Sanford, who is who we don't know what they're going to be, but they could very well be one of the top teams in the SOCON if they can find another quarterback. Yeah. I like it. I I
1: got Kistler. it. Ant told me not to say it, but I'm leaning. I'm leaning early. Just saying. Just saying. (laughs) I want to make sure
3: I put it on wax. All right. Next up. I'm going to hold you to it if you keep on. If if you're putting it on wax, you don't need to be leaning. You need to be putting it on wax. Well,
1: I I already said it. Aunt told me I can't say it, though. I shouldn't do that to them. said it's not fair to them. (laughs) I said it. Um. Next up, all ain't out. At least I couldn't find a pretty graphic they had, so I had to go right. get what I could get. Uh, their schedule they got UAB. Uh, actually, this was Alabama State was taking on UAB. Um, but it didn't make I found out it didn't make sense financially for them to play UAB and uh, the, the, the Orange Blossom Classic was you know, say a better, better for them financially, so that's why they ended up there. Um, so it's U. UA- they're taking on UAB. Then they got Vanderbilt. They got McNeese. Then they got Valley UAPB Grambling Southern Alabama State. Um, it says Lorman, but that is the um, that is going to be the uh, Port City Classic. Uh, then they got Texas Southern. They got Prairie View and then they finish off with the Soul Bowl. I got the same problem with this that I gotta get with uh uh Alabama and them opening up with with UAB and, and Vanderbilt. I mean t- I mean at least it's
0: Vanderbilt, but that's
1: my, my only issue with their schedule, honestly.
0: I like the McNeese game though. I do. I yeah. wish they beat them. they beat them last year, so yeah. why well, not trying to make it two in a row? Yeah. But at the same time, it's a it's a non conference FCS game that they they went with another FCS school instead of going D two, you know, what I mean? and, and going that route. So I like the fact that they still went non conference and put put a put a team on the schedule
3: that is going to give a good matchup. Yeah, Alcorn. I mean, the last couple of years have has scheduled well. You know, they I haven't remembered them scheduling too many games down d2 right you know so i yeah. i like all corn schedule overall of what they've done the last couple of years i do i mean i agree with you i i would have preferred if you know if they're gonna play you know I, I prefer maybe a sunbelt team instead of vanderbilt right i understand it's two checks though at the end of the day right you know what i'm saying but maybe like a lower level sunbelt team or something like that um to me would have been better but uh but I'm, I'm not mad at the schedule either you know i'd rather this than two
1: D2 games. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um anything else on this one we can move on. Yep. Next up we got Bethune Cookman.
0: The graphic threw me for a loop
2: therefore. yeah the way they organized this was
1: crazy. <laughs> yeah so it, okay so it's it's they've got even on because they had it posted on Twitter and they had this is actually two different ones. It's they had the away on yeah. one side and then home on other, and then yeah. So I'm I'm. you stick with me while I try to sort through this. They start with USF, <laughs> mm-hmm. then they got Mercer, then they've got um is that Western, Western Michigan. Michigan? Yeah, okay. Then they got Clark, then they got AM, Alabama A&M. Oh, no, I'm sorry, no, they got Alabama Clark, State. then got Alabama State. Yep. Then Alabama A and <laughs> then Mississippi Valley, yep. then Jackson State for homecoming. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Then they got Grambling. Then they got Southern. Then they got Texas Southern. Then they got the Florida Classic to close it out. Pretty much. I, I see at least two dubs on here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're they gonna win the last one. <laughs> I will. I, I will. I will say like they their schedule <laughs> plays out pretty well, right? I mean, Southern's their only tough Mm -hmm. road game, really. And you look at, they get Bama State at home, Jackson at home, Grambling at home, the Florida Classic's always neutral site. They get their toughest FCS out of conference game at home as well at Mercer. I mean, the toughest road trips by far is Southern, and that's a cross-divisional game as well. So, I don't know what Bethune's going to be. I think they're probably one of the teams that is kind of, this is kind of the year they either take that step where they stay in the bottom of the East under under Raymond Woody. But if they can take that step forward, this schedule set up for them to knock off somebody. And I think that's going to be very interesting with the, all those games at home. Yeah, I agree with you. Just, just the update, Bethune
1: uh, just with a monster duck just tied the game with, uh, with Alcorn <laughs> at 45. 16.55 left in the second half. So all right, back to the, to the schedule. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I like I I really like Bethune's schedule this year. Um, and this in general with the SWAC, it's kind of it, to me it's kind of weird because it always seems like even with our schedules the same way, right? It's like a lot of the power teams, West or East, you all, you all, you see them a lot of times all falling either home or away, all the time. You know, I wish the SWAC would revisit how they. Just how they did the home and away, you know what I'm saying for with the teams, right? Because you know, to me, balance it. Yeah, to balance it out, you know what I mean. Because even with us, right? I mean, we'll we'll have Southern away, you know what I'm saying. We'll have we have Florida A&M away last year. We had all corner away, like like all of the all these power games are away. Like this year, we're gonna have all of them at home. It's just just kind of like Alabama State schedule. So I wish the SWAC would do a better job of mixing those up so you wouldn't have it land you know like this beneficial for bethune obviously right because last year they had to go to jackson had to go to alabama state and had to go yeah. to, you know what i'm saying like so beneficial for them but um yeah and i think they're gonna definitely be a better approved team you know if you know early early i mean i, I think they're definitely easily in the fourth spot you know what i'm saying and you know it kind of depends on you know it's them and jackson depends on you know what i'm saying if they could get if they can get jackson and I think they could slide in that third spot.
0: Ooh, fam, you
2: knocked yeah. out Texas State in basketball. Ooh, oh, man, that's a huge win. But um, so, I will say that I did talk to an admit, like a conference administrator, about that. Not in the SWAC. This was for another FCS conference. He said the reason it's so hard to balance those home and away games, especially in division, is because of how different the teams are every year. Because uh, if you balance it one year. Five years down the line, that balance might be flipped, and then you're with the same problem mm-hmm. again. So that's why they always stick with it because you never know. Like, let's say Jackson falls off a cliff in two years, or or Alabama State falls off a cliff in two years. Well, now you balanced it, but now it's flipped, and, and this other team is the powerhouse. So just from the conference perspective, that's kind of the answer they always give when people bring that up is that you just never know what teams are going to be good and what teams are going to be bad any given year. That's yes, fair. Nah, we know who's gonna be good and be bad, but we, we, yeah. we, <laughs> this year at least, we we get you. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> this came from a conference that the preseason right. number one and number two team hasn't won the conference in like nine straight years.
3: Mm, I got you. That's yeah, it, even more chaos. understandable then. yeah, even more understandable <laughs> for sure, definitely.
1: Wow. Next up, we got fam. You,
3: uh.
1: N-
2: No D2 games. Let's go. About time. Yeah, Yeah, we got the uh,
1: defending champs uh, taking on Norfolk State at the gate uh, as week zero game. Uh, Then they've got South Carolina State at home. They've got Miami. That's a winnable game. Uh, then they got a bye week, then they got Troy. Then they got uh Alabama and They go to FAM, I'm sorry, I'll go to Alabama State. They got another bye week. Then they go to Jackson State, which is interesting. You know what I'm saying? Not being an Orange Boston classic. It's going to be fun. Uh then they got Southern at home, they got Texas Southern at home. They go to Prairie View. They got Mississippi Valley at home and then of course the Florida Classic to finish it out.
2: My first thoughts was the bye weeks are perfectly perfect. Yes, It's yeah, a masterpiece. Crazy. Split up those FPS games, and we're not taking that Jackson trip without a week to recover after a tough road game mm-hmm. against Alabama State. The bye yeah. weeks are immaculate. Uh, shout out to the AD and whoever made the schedule. And I will say... Don't give South it too Carolina, much credit. The South Carolina State game is interesting to me because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, South Carolina State was the last loss in Bragg. What, like mm. 2018, 2019, something like that? That's yeah. going to be a huge west Chinnisberry's first game. That could be a state. If Chinnisberry beats FAMU in Bragg week one,
0: Break the man, the
2: MEAC, the MEAC is going to be shaking going into conference play.
0: Mm-mm.
3: Yeah, they were
2: benefited by the MEAC
3: Swag challenge, right, on the schedule, too, this year, of course um because obviously that that's that's a week before everybody else starts so but obviously it it benefited them a lot but same thing you saw to have a week between Alabama State and Jackson and you know I mean obviously I I mean I, I don't know where people will slide us right but obviously to have our game uh with them you know two weeks between that Jackson game and then our game three weeks right to me, is great. You know, when you see some of the other schedules, like Alabama and M had, like Florida and M and Jack State back to back, right? So you see, a lot of teams kind of have that type of slotted schedule. So to me, this works out perfect for them as far as having to deal with some of the, some of the more, um, some of the, some of the teams that you think would be kind of slotted to maybe be more uh, near the top this this next year.
0: Yeah, very beneficial schedule for them.
1: Um, I like this uh that 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 South Carolina State game is one I'm gonna definitely keep my eye on. I joke to say the Miami game is a winnable game. I mean, I don't um,
2: that that's yeah. If Cam Ward wasn't there, maybe. It's my guy.
1: All right, next up, Grambling. Ramblin has a uh, interesting schedule as well. It's down here. Uh, they open up with uh, L Raging Cajuns. They got to get as many L's as they can. Uh, then they got Tuskegee coming to the hole. Um, then they've got uh UT uh, Texas a commerce they got Jackson State uh, in the hole. Uh, they've got Prairie View in the State Fair Classic. They've got Alcorn State at home. They've got uh UAPB at home. Then they go to Texas Southern, they go to Bethune Cookman. They go, I'm sorry, they, they bring Alabama State home. They go to Alabama AM and they finish off in the Bayou Classic. Um, nice. um I know we talked about the D2 schools. I actually like having, you know, what I'm saying seeing Tuskegee come to the yeah. hole. That, that's going to be interesting as far as, you know, the, I, I mean, granted, the game might, itself might not be, be that good, but the history and stuff, that's going to be a, you know, what I'm saying interest of me.
2: Yeah, that's going to be a good one for sure. <laughs> and they canceled it out by scheduling a a but, I think I, an interesting think. out of conference game. Maybe not interesting for like other SWAC fans who don't pay attention to the FCS, but Texan Commerce year three of the transition to fcs they've slowly been getting better second year head coach there they got some offensive talent we'll see defensively what they are but that's a winnable road out of conference game and when we talk about the SWAC schedule only one d1 out of conference win last year if i'm not mistaken Two mcneese and uh south carolina state uh jackson Alcorn state getting those but that's a huge one and also too they get all their big conference games at home I, I like it or neutral side at least because they're used to going to play PV in the State Fair Classic. They're used to the Bayou Classic, but all corn at home. Bama stayed at home. Jackson out of conference, quote unquote, but is still at home, and that'll be a big win just in terms of the his history of that rivalry. So I don't mind this schedule. I just also hate scheduling out of out of conference games with conference opponents. bothers yeah. me, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. I'm with you on that I understand it though from a money standpoint
0: um it's gonna it's gonna bring you some some good gate at money at the gate so I'm all for that but uh I'm with you pooh i like the Tuskegee matchup for the history of it um yeah <clears throat> that getting them down in the hole is is another good money game because of the history that's a uh a good scheduled game there the u l l game is I mean, not really a big deal to me. It's one of those, they could have put a bigger FBS opponent on there, but I like the fact that they didn't have, you know, a a SEC or a Big 12 type school. They went with a smaller FBS school. And obviously, like uh, like Blue said, all of your tough games are at home, except for that State Fair Classic and the Bayou Classic, which I'm pretty sure Prairie View is going to want some revenge after finally losing the Grand in That state for a classic, but all your rest of the games are at home. And if you can't go on the road and take care of some of these Texas Southern without Andrew Body or you know Bethune Cookman or Alabama AM on the road, you're not gonna be swag champions anyway. So I think that uh they had a very advantageous schedule for Graham this year.
1: Uh is that Tuskegee game a preview of a swag meak
0: challenge in the future? <laughs> <laughs> very possibly.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I, pref- I don't prefer playing power five schools at all, to be honest, right? My preference is to play um, group of five schools, right? So, you know, I, that's my preference. So I love the ULL game. Um, love the Tuskegee game, obviously. And then, Jackson, you understand, right? It's just an issue of schedule at the end of the day because some of these games, really, you want it to be a game that's there every year. So it's kind of hard. You know what I mean? Um, they weren't going to play them in a couple of years. Uh, I do wanna because I keep hearing y'all say that they have all m- most of their games at home. Um, Prairie View in Dallas is a road game for Gramlin. I don't know. I don't know why y'all are, I don't understand what y'all are talking about. That's always an away game. We bring we bring the most fans to Dallas, our biggest alumni base is in Dallas. So just I'm just want to make it clear that's an away game. Y'all won an away game last year. Y'all gonna have to win an away game this year. I don't care what color you wear. You can wear dark, you can wear you can wear red or yellow or whatever all the colors y'all got. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? It's an away game. So I just want to make it clear on the on the Golden Boot podcast. This that's an away game for them. That's right?
0: that's cool. That's cool. it be a away game. We'll win another away game this year then. Hey, I do want something else I do want to point out
1: um about this schedule. And it's it's just something subtle. Uh last year. Grambling, I think they had went like a month with it before they had their first home game or something mm-hmm. crazy like that's that. True. Yep, the balance of having yes. away home, away home, you
0: know, away. I mean, home. five in. home games is lovely, yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That,
1: that in itself, you know, what I'm saying is big. So, um,
3: yeah, yeah, and, 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 and I, then
1: not just that, having what's the five, six, seven games in this in your own state. Mm-hmm.
3: I was going to say, and I'm happy to see this. I was happy to look at the schedules and see a lot of schools with six home games, right? Because this is not usual for SWAC schools, right? I'm I'm happy to see that we didn't take this extra game, right, and just go on the road again. You know what I mean? Because I think we need to continue to try to, you know, I think we need to continue to, to value, right, playing games in our own stadiums, right? You know what I mean? We always have so many um you know classics and things like that right which is understandable but man there's value in playing games on campus at home right so yeah it is it is
1: all right next up we got jackson state
0: well i can't read it hey
1: that's i didn't make it um
0: I'm just saying uh I, 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 can. over here. I
1: can't see that. All right, so they start off with ULM, uh then they've got Lane College. Then they got Southern, uh Boombox Classic, uh I don't know DJ hate that. Yeah. Um you got Grambling, you got Texas Southern, you've got yeah. Alabama A&M in Mobile, you've got FAMU. You've got Bethune-Cookman. You got UAPB who are homecoming, you got Valley, and then you got Alabama State in Montgomery, and then you finish off with the Soul Bowl. My my biggest, and I've already stated this on the other one, um, that game against FAMU, um, and being home in the home, you know, uh, you know, saying uh, um, in the vet, um, I I like that, I like that.
0: It's big for them to get fam at home too, though.
1: It's big for them. Matter of fact, it's big for them not to have to open up with a a conference game Mm -hmm. for both schools, honestly.
2: Yeah. And also, too, the the toughest part of the schedule is those final two weeks, road games against Bama State, and then having to go to Lorman for the Soul Bowl. Yes. That that is brutal when that could be really coming down to two teams you lost
1: to last year, too. Mm hmm.
2: Very interesting games. I mean, because those last two weeks could determine who goes to the SWAC championship, and that's two really crucial conference games for them to have. But they should be able to, I think, because outside of that FAMU game, I don't see Texas Southern, AM, Bethune-Cookman, UAPB, or Valley being able to challenge them. Outside of that FAMU game, they should be able to kind of cruise in conference play because Southern and Grambling are out of conference games, so no pressure there. That if
0: Uh-oh. they
2: might get through by just winning one of those games.
0: Yeah. It...
2: Lionel, you got anything on this one? You
1: you ready to move on? Because we getting, you know we're getting close to, y'all, to your school, so you can.
3: No, I don't. I mean, I don't particularly like the schedule, obviously, just because, you know, Southern, I'm okay with having the one, you know, in conference, out of conference, Grambling, okay, right? Jackson had to do it twice. And then you also got Lane, right? Like, if you're going to do it twice, to me, I like your ULM game, but then don't schedule lane. That's my only issue. Other than that, though, I think it's laid out well for them. Florida and m is separated from Alabama State, right? So um, that's great. Now, you do got Alabama State and Alcorn at the end of the season. That's going to be tough. But, um, but other than that, you know, I don't like the schedule, but I think it lays out well for them.
1: Next up, man, we got – Mississippi Valley State. Let me get that one up here. And I think Mississippi Valley State is the only one I didn't actually, like, look at and focus on. Um, but they open up with Tennessee State. Then they got Lamar. Then they've got Murray State. Then they've got Nichols. Then they've got Alcorn. Then they got Alabama State, Bethune, UAPB, Prairie View, Jackson State, FAMU, and then they finish out with Alabama and them at home. But I'm looking, and it's like away, 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 yeah. home, away, home, away, home, away, away. It's like they're they, they, they going to be road warriors.
0: At, at Alabama State, at Jackson State, at FAMU, that's tough. And then all four out of conference games on the road, and then you get and then you got Jackson and FAMU back to back weeks.
2: Mm-hmm. That's tough. This is that. It's brutal for them. And then, uh, in terms of cross divisional games, this is the year that you draw freaking Allcorn and PV. Right when you already got the schedule that you have, you draw probably the top two teams in the other division. Valley just got, I mean, listen, this schedule is brutal. That's tough. They
3: living, living in, they living in a suitcase.
2: That, that, yeah. uh, that,
0: that, but the UAPB back-to-back stretch is their only little break that they got in conference play. Is it? Is it a break? I mean, compared yeah. to their schedule, that's the only little I break mean, yeah,
1: play. compared to, the, yeah, but that's. I'm
0: talking about just the conference, but I mean. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, you're right. That's still, yeah, that's gonna be.
2: Yeah, it's not looking good for Kendrick Wade. Yeah, they're out of conference. I mean, you got Tennessee State, who just went and hired, made one of the splashiest offensive coordinator hires, returning quarterback. Terrell Allen comes back. Valley D tackle Jalen Bell comes back. They're returning Monroe Beard at linebacker. That team's going to be loaded. Lamar last year went from one wins to, I want to say, five or six and under a first-year head coach. They're going to be good. Murray State's got a new coach. We'll see. They're, they're not good, but I think Eric Phoenix – is supposedly stepping up at quarterback there, so we'll see what they look like. And then Nichols won the Southland last year.
0: Mm-hmm. That's rough, man. Rough. Mm-mm. All right,
1: moving
2: on. You can skip this. R- and M. <laughs> There's a lot of blanks on this one. We still got to get some out-of-conference games up, up there.
3: Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, they're not dropping until the national signing day. That's when they're going to drop the full schedule.
1: <clears throat> so they got uh, Texas Southern, uh, Northwestern State Southern. Uh, they got Grambling in the State Fair. They got UAPV, Mississippi Valley, FAMU, uh, Alcorn, Alabama State. And, of course, like you said, we still waiting them drop the rest of the game, so we'll probably have to revisit this
2: again. So, Because what, there's three more out-of-conference games they got to drop? Mm-hmm. Yeah, three more. Yeah, I'm, assuming-
3: I'm, I'm certain we probably I'm pretty sure, even though I hate it, I'm pretty sure we're probably going to have a D2 game on the schedule, because I looked at um, UAC schedules, I looked at the Southland conference schedules. that's typically where we go right. Um, we already got Northwestern, obviously. Um, I didn't see anybody else with any uh, available game on the 26 other than we play acu last two years already incarnate word they had a game left right but i don't see us playing those two teams so i so i'm pretty sure we're probably going to have a d2 uh team on this schedule most likely
1: that see and it's funny because that was gonna be my guess was abilene christian again so yeah
3: but we literally just played them right to these past two years um, we just played incarnate word the the two years before that right so acu we just finished last year so um so I'm not sure who they're going to they put on. You know what I mean? So,
2: Do you guys get a return trip from Houston Christian? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Played so it we, we was 2023 last year.
3: We played them in 2021 at home.
2: Okay, so that mm-hmm. series is yeah. over.
3: Yeah. Oh, we yeah, don't have a homecoming us. game yet. Uh, I see the guy in the comments. The 26th is homecoming. I don't know who the homecoming game is. They haven't released it yet. All right. Again. Yeah, but as far as layout, I mean, um, we got a lot, of the, a lot of the major games at home, which is which is what I like. I mean, Texas, Southern at home, Southern, um, Gramlin at home, obviously, and then uh, Florida and M. So, y'all gonna have Lincoln for homecoming and Alcorn, you know. I hope we don't, man. I, I, I really, w- I really want to like maybe like AM come or something like that. Like, I want to, I like a good team where we actually get to see where you're at, right? I don't prefer the D2 schools um You know, what I'm saying per- personally, unless it's like it's a ski or morehouse, you know, something that's like some history tied to it. Other than that, um that's not my preference. But I'm, I'm, I'm just getting myself ready to see it, even though I hate it. You know what I mean?
0: Lincoln, California. Go ahead and get ready, man. Or, or Lynchburg,
3: boy. Took, the, took it out of
1: my mind. Virginia
3: Lynchburg, Rena from Virginia Lynchburg. We better not play down I'm gonna be upset. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> go, go Lynchburg, All right. sure. Next up,
2: we got Southern. Mm.
0: That graphic is uh <laughs> it
2: agree. was a tough graphic. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> one of the lower quality ones. I
1: didn't make it. Um but they oh, got uh that must was that must McNeese?
2: Yeah, McNeese.
1: McNeese, then they've got uh Savannah State. This is the problem I had with this. I'm I'm going to finish, then I'm going to go. They got Savannah State, they got Jackson State, Prairie View, Nichols, Texas Southern, Alcorn State, FAMU, Alabama A&M, Bethune-Cookman, UAPB, and of course, Grambling to Bayou Classic. This is the problem I had with this. When they first released the schedule and stuff, uh, I think it was HBCU game day, and I told you about this, HBCU game day, Talked about, you know, you know, since Southern released their schedule and they have a former MiAC opponent on there. Just say they're playing D two S I A C Savannah (laughs) State. I don't care what they used to be; they are S I A C now. You got
2: to spin it though.
1: Yeah,
2: get that. But they're also playing a former national champion contender in McNeese who has to compete (laughs) for titles since like the 80s. So I guess that that, what a schedule. Yeah, that's hilarious. (laughs) The FAMU 1978 natty team is going to roll out there on the 26 and it's going to be a natty matchup.
3: Hmm.
2: Hilarious.
0: Yeah, I don't. This schedule don't really do it for me, man. Yeah.
1: There's
0: nothing here that
3: Bites me i mean i i like the McNeese and the nichols games right you know what i'm saying i do like those games um you know especially if they can be competitive you know you're talking about in state schools that you're competing against right especially talking about recruits etc you know same thing like acu and us right like so i do like those games um i obviously I don't like savannah state you know what i mean because you you got jackson so to me if you're gonna have jackson you know you got two fcs schools like i would rather you schedule another fcs opponent um you know what i mean with with a little weight right you know what i'm saying you know maybe like an incarnate word or you know somebody that's going to come and actually really really challenge you um you know that would be my preference but other than that you know it's it's neither here nor there you know what i'm saying i like
0: the i like the nickels game at home though getting nickels to come to uh to Southern, I think that'll be a good for get them in Mumford. I think that's a, um a good look for Southern, but I would I would like to see if you're gonna go to the D two route. I would like to see an FBS somewhere on your schedule. You know what I'm saying? Kind of balance that out a little bit. With you could you could have went and got Southern Miss or somebody like that to put on your schedule. You know, a lower tier FBS school to balance out having mm-hmm. D two
2: on your schedule. Yeah, that corn game is gonna be crazy, though. Homecoming and the Allcorn game mm. in in right. Mumford, that that game is gonna be insane. That's, that's the hell. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that one. Coach Fred ain't
3: All got. Right. It. Pro- Coach Fred ain't got to say it for you. I said that's there. L you point. go. <laughs> Next up, you got Texas Southern. Um. Uh, L L L
1: W. Uh, They got Prairie View, Rice, Lamar, Jackson State, Virginia Lynchburg, Southern, Grambling. They got FAMU, at FAMU, at Alcorn. They got uh, Bethune, and then they go to UAPB.
2: Nothing, nothing about the schedule. Kind of what you expected. I mean, I, I will say the back-to-back row games, fam, and all corn is going to be a tough stretch. Yep,
3: they got four games at home though in the middle of the season. That's great. You got Jackson, got the Lynchburg for homecoming, Southern, and uh by week before Gremlin. That's great in yeah. the middle of your schedule. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, fam and alcorn, right? That's going to be tough. But I probably
1: would I probably would prefer to buy week between Grambling and FAM. Right
3: Yeah.
0: But man, you are looking at a tough start to your schedule though. And
3: they're they still always, they always look at a tough start to their schedule though. <laughs>
0: I'm saying the first four <laughs> games and that nice.
2: How long's that streak,
3: man? How long's that streak now? It's about to be a dime. It's about to be a dime piece. Oh, man yeah you know what that's I'm brutal listen all this buddy buddy kiki and y'all doing this all season you know what i'm saying it's gonna listen it's gonna be over in spring practice start y'all get all y'all pitches and stuff we ain't taking no more pictures with chris dishman after march 31st
2: listen i am over <laughs> with all right <laughs> kiki and stuff, we, gonna, we gonna kill all that all right you know that's a side note they still got one more game, I want to say, right? That's only 11 games, and there's two bye weeks on there, and they don't play week zero. So I'm assuming they're going to have another out-of-conference game they're going to announce. No, that's, that's 12, right? They get two yeah. bye weeks? So they don't have a game yeah, on the two, 14th three, of September. No, you're right. 14, got 19,
1: yeah. 19,
3: 11, yeah. Mm, that's interesting. So it's either going to be the 19th or –
0: I mean, I would assume it would be the 14th.
2: September 14th would be the other the 14th. game. 14th. I would, I wouldn't be surprised with another D two if if they couldn't get a home a home and home with another out of conference school. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't want four straight road games to start the year.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So and it's so late, right? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna probably be a deep. That's why I said even our schedule, like we probably scheduled a D two. I mean, at this point in time,
2: teams already got their schedules lined up. So hey, maybe maybe PV Texas Southern part two in the middle of October. If we schedule in conference, non-conference games, we can just go back that's to great. back.
3: No, nah, I wouldn't say listen. You got one shot for a year, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: one right. shot a year. All
1: right, last up. So, you got UAPB. Um, first off, with the graphic, uh, kudos, kudos to them. It's uh, not that bad.
2: The font's uh, got to change up a little bit, but it's not that good, neither. Mm, I don't know about not that bad. I don't know. If it's not that bad,
1: I mean compared bad. to what we've seen in some of these.
3: It's not worse. It's 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 next worse to Southern's graphic. It's below Alabama AM, which was bad. Wow. And Southern was horrible. I would agree. It's in between.
1: All right. All right. That's fair. <laughs> 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 Looks kind of
0: bland though, my boy. I ain't gonna lie. I Thought that was a tennis racket up first at, at the a lot, top. A lot of blank <laughs> space. A lot of blank space right there. Yes. They didn't
3: choose me to do it. So you know, you, you, do you know what this schedule shows me? Let me be honest with you. This schedule shows mm. me that they're not gonna do anything this year again, right? They don't even have they didn't have the audacity to even put any player on there because he don't even know who he want to put on the graphic.
1: They do, they got one at the very bottom. They got one Real. at
3: the very bottom. And they hit his number, so you don't know who he is. <laughs> it's 32.
1: We can see it? We can see it. All right, so they got they start they open up with Arkansas, (laughs) then they got Arkansas Baptist, (laughs) then they got Tennessee State in the Southern Heritage Classic, then they got Central Arkansas, then they go to Alcorn, they take on (laughs) Prairie View at home, they go to Grambling, they uh Mississippi Valley for homecoming, they go to Jackson State. They got uh, Alabama and M at home. They go to Southern, and then they got Texas Southern at home. Hmm. This is another, you know, saying, home away, well, way home, away home, away home. So, hold on. Is that all their teams? One, two, three, four, five, six.
3: Seven, I would love their eight, schedule eight, eight, if eight, they eight, didn't eight, have yeah. Arkansas Baptist on it. Yeah. 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 Like, because Arkansas Baptist is not even – Then I don't think they're even D2, right? They're NAIA. Yeah. NAIA. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So, if, if that was a D2, even if that was a D2 school, right, then I would say, like, I like their schedule. But I, I, I can't love it because of the Arkansas Baptist game. But even if they swapped it out with a D2, I would say I, I really like their schedule.
2: Is, I understand – that- Go ahead, Zach. Oh, is that the same team that Grambling put up like 150 on in basketball? (laughs) No, no, no.
3: no. That was College of Biblical Studies. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. So I
1: I understand the sentiment about playing, you know, saying lower level D2, you know, saying NAIA and stuff. For UAPB, I think this is perfect. Um, playing them to, to kind of build a little momentum. Uh, the game with Tennessee State last year was uh, it wasn't necessarily a blowout. Um, they had a chance, not really much, but they had a chance. Um, uh, so to kind of build a little momentum, going to that that game with uh Tennessee State, you know, you know, some a close game last year, then you know, say so again, lower level with Central Arkansas, and then you get into the meat of your schedule, um, into conference play, you know. You don't necessarily see a couple wins until uh, see another win, possibly until Mississippi Valley for homecoming, and and then
2: what? Alabama A&M. <laughs> Wait, did you
1: say
2: did you say Central Arkansas was a lower level? No,
1: Low, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, they're they're the, no, they're they're yeah. going to be really good next year too. <laughs> yeah. that, that that's a bloodbath in that game. Why was, Why was I
1: D3? thinking they were D three? You know what? I'm you know I'm gonna tell you who I'm thinking about. Uh, what's the green and white? Arkansas, um, Arkansas yeah, Monticello. Monticello. that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking about. They, they, the purple and black. Yeah, um, yeah. they could. Yeah. I was come. thinking about the
2: Marcellus. The problem is they really didn't have a D two game that they could have scheduled that would have been a win, because yep. their program is not better than Harding right now, who just won, who just went to the D two yep. national championship and rushed for seven thousand yards in a year. Yep. I think Harding would have beat UAPB by at least twenty one. Yeah, yep. wow. So that's probably why they had to go NAIa for an in state lower level opponent mm-hmm. cuz Harding would have beat them. Gotcha.
0: Hard- Harding they they want to stay champ I mean NAS championship without throwing a pass
2: pretty much like Yeah. They I mean they they were that good and then also they don't
0: too a option like army neither they just
2: Yeah, they're just that good. Like I mean cuz Harding's been wanting to come FCS but Central Arkansas has been blocking them because they don't want them at the FCS level cuz they're that good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Uh
1: and this game is getting is down to the wire getting close. Um it is 60 63 62 Bethune 342 and Bethune is at the line shooting shooting too. So
0: all right. All right, what else about this schedule? Anything else about this schedule? A whole lot of L's, like we said earlier. Yep, it's gonna be rough on them. But I like the
3: layout of it though. <clears throat> They, I think they're gonna. I think they, I think they're gonna. I think they're probably gonna have, get three wins this year. Actually, mm. I think it's gonna be tough. Um, I
1: can see three. That's yeah, just all. It kind of depends. I, I, just depends. It, it I depends. Because I mean, they got two beat possible,
2: like a space team. Yeah, two impossible. The, they didn't even look good against they didn't look good against anyone last year. They what had to block an extra point to beat the D2 they, team on their schedule. And then they, they got they, beat Miles, by Miles. They got beat by yeah. 30 by Valley. Yep. Yeah.
1: But they, they look good against AM. I give them on I'm that saying, Thursday like. game. I know, but I'm just because it was
3: Thursday. Come
0: on, boo. be
1: positive.
3: Valley's on the road a lot. So I'm I'm gonna give them the Valley game, right? The NAI obviously, right? And then I think they got a shot against Gremlin, obviously. Whoa! Hold up. You knew that
1: was coming. You knew that was coming. He knew that
3: was coming. <laughs> it's a space hand, two and a possible.
0: Nah, I, the the possible was a uh, Central Arkansas. <laughs> The
3: possible no. was not
2: central. Ar- no, it was Arkansas? not. <laughs> <Central Arkansas? laughs> it was definitely not. Central Arkansas is central
3: Arkansas. I know. Man, is I know man. All, central Arkansas gonna be all of us. Okay, first of all, yes, yeah,
2: central Arkansas will be a unanimous swag champion yeah. next year with the two Let, they stop have
3: playing. Okay, no, it's not happening right that,
2: now. In the age of the transfer portal, they brought back the guy who's been a Bucan Buchanan finalist for the past two years. Convince mm. him to skip the NFL draft and come back for a grad year and got their quarterback to come back after throwing for, like, 3,000 yards last year. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> and they got an all-American That's running back coming crazy. back. No, my bad, two all-American running backs coming back.
0: How how can schools like that do that? but well, if you turn and look at the HBCU level, they can't retain talent.
2: Well, it's it it's not it, – it's just the culture. Listen, David uh, Walker, who's the defensive end, was a D two guy who went from playing like wide receiver or safety to just having a growth spurt being like a massive defensive end. And he transferred to central Arkansas from D two. And he was like, these are the guys who took a chance on me. Their quarterback will McIlvain was at another FCS school. Didn't make it had a horrible year came to central Arkansas, had a, breakout year was like listen man these are the guys that gave me a chance when I wasn't playing well the running back had an all-american year at North Alabama is a Arkansas kid always dreamed about playing at Central Arkansas they didn't recruit him out of high school mm-hmm. now went there the other kid Darius Hill another Arkansas kid freshman all-american he wants to stay there it's just they get these Arkansas kids who Central Arkansas was the team they wanted to play for I don't know why but they, 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 right. they do and I think that's what you kind of got with the North Dakota states and some of those other programs where the, you know, Arkansas is the flagship school of the state. But for some of these kids who grew up in the small towns, that was the more realistic option was playing for some of these other schools. And mm-hmm. they just got that loyalty for some reason.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's real.
0: Uh,
1: We have, we still weighing on like, you know what I'm saying? MIAC. Um, I heard June's.
2: Yeah,
1: me like, uh, I, I, I think Ant. I think A&T schedule a I just didn't
2: want to put do you know a whole lot of L's A&T. on that one.
1: <laughs> Ten, same with uh, Tennessee State, and uh, is Tennessee State, State schedule out? I, I I decided yeah, once is. I uh, they I play played North
2: Dakota State week too so uh, Ooh! shows you how tough that
3: schedule probably I like is. Tennessee State schedule too, by the way. But they moving, but Tennessee State is moving like like I want. I want the smoke. So I love how Tennessee State's moving, right, schedule-wise, obviously with the big, you know what I'm saying, pick-up with the OC. So, you know, I like how Tennessee State moving. They saying, listen, I'm tired of being doormats, right, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, trying to make some moves.
2: Eddie George thinks he can win. I mean, and I've talked, to, I got some good connections on that staff. All those assistant coaches think they can go win the Natty any given year, and they think they're that good, and so they're selling out. They're not afraid to go play North Dakota State. I mean, they got a home and home with North Dakota State. Right, right. That's how confident they are in this team. And then, do you know, like, listen, just think about some of the hires we've seen this offseason, not just in HBC football, but across the FCS. Is there another school that would have had the nerve enough to reach out to the assistant head coach and offensive coordinator at North Dakota State, which is his alma mater, and say, we're going to make you an offer you can't resist and we're going to take you from your alma mater after 11 seasons with them and seven mm. national championships That's name hard. another coach that would have taken that risk with the balls to take that risk
3: yeah to go do that so mm. you know what I mean we'll see how it play out I'm excited
2: mm. to see I'm excited to see Tennessee State next year you know what I'm saying so and can we please bring back the Southern Heritage Classic with Tennessee, Tennessee State St- and Jackson? Texas State, yeah. We got to get like and listen. Just make it a home and home. Yeah, yeah. at this point, yeah. Like that would make work. it a home home. make it financially make sense. But I'd rather see that game than them having to go play Grambling for no reason. Yeah. And no, no offense to UAPB. I feel that game does not excite me. Do you are you guys going to be up for UAPB versus Tennessee State, or would you rather see Tennessee State Jackson in yeah. the vet? No yeah.
3: doubt about it. I'd rather yeah. see first of all the, the first one they played the what was it, the nine six game? Right? It, it mm-hmm. ended up like what 16,
2: uh, you
3: know, yeah, it was really it was close like
2: 16 nine like or 16 three, something, something like, like that, that, right? It
3: was really close though, right to that fourth. Listen on the edge of my seat the yeah. whole game, right? So, yeah, I definitely prefer. Um prefer to see that Jackson Tennessee State matchup. You know what I'm saying? Even now, even without Dion, I think it's still I do think it's still a great matchup, you know.
1: Ooh, hitman out top rope. Jackson don't mm-hmm. play any
2: comp outside of the
1: East. <clears throat> mm.
2: I think uh, Alcorn's pretty good comp, right? For a for- yearly game. Like they're Alcorn's mm-hmm. always up for that game, even when they're not good.
3: Mm-hmm. They beat him last
2: year. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. And, all and they played him them
3: that, well even. Yeah. That even Travis team. was there, Yeah.
1: yeah. Will uh, Davis got a question for you. So, kind of off topic was, hey, Zach, what are your thoughts on West Georgia moving to FCS? Could be a good out-of-conference game for SWAC schools.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It definitely could. I mean, they went and hired uh, the D coordinator, Joel Taylor, from Mercer, South Carolina State, I want to say alum. I know he coached under Buddy Pugh. There were a lot of South Carolina State fans that were kind of pissed Joel Taylor didn't get an interview for that South Carolina State job being with all his connections to the university. I think they put together a crazy staff. They went and got the quarterback coach from Ole Miss. Their offensive coordinator is like 28 years old. Lane Kiffin disciple, and I think he's going to have that offense balling out. Joel Taylor's a defensive-minded guy. Helped Mercer go from never making the playoffs before to winning a game last year, and it was a lot of their defense, Lance Wise and those guys balling oh, out. I think that's a perfect out-of-conference game. Easy travel, and also with them moving to FCS, to be more willing to go on the road first. Right. That's yeah. a perfect game for the Alabama schools, FAMU, Bethune-Cookman. I mean, there's it's right there. A home and home would be probably super easy to set up because they their schedule's yeah. wide open right now because they had to get rid of all those D two games that were on their schedule mm-hmm. and now they got to schedule FCS games. Easy game to schedule, and I think I would love to see it.
3: That was what I was going to mention actually. West Georgia was the only school in the UAC that had an open date, and it actually was the date of our homecoming. So that was one school I, I had down as a possible. Um and speaking of teams, I would love to see us schedule UTR uh RGV. Um yep. Rio Grand Valley. Mm-hmm. They're about to come up. And I, I feel like them and tarleton State are two schools that the AM system is gonna con- tarleton state State's growing like crazy. You you know, I think a&m system wants them to eventually go um, you know, what I'm saying FBS, right? I think when you look at UT uh, RGV 2 numbers wise, the, they're like they got a crazy student population, right? You know what I'm saying. And so I know the funds are probably there. Um, I think they're also going to get funds poured into them. So I think they're also going to probably be on the trajectory to, to shoot up at some point. LPS uh, too. So I would like, but I would definitely like to play them. You know what I'm saying? While they're still in the FCS uh, range too, I think that would be a, a
2: cool game. The yeah. the U, the UT Rio Grande Valley team. I talked to their head coach was available at UAC media day last year, so they don't launch till twenty twenty five. Yeah, guys, they sold out of season tickets already. It's great. Like they 10? have
3: student, you don't understand. No, yeah. They have a I think it's like thirty three thousand or something like student base. Right. This is a big. This yeah. is not a small school. It's a huge school that doesn't have that didn't have a football program,
2: and, and they they, and they, they showed,
3: made some major signings. Right. Like they signed yeah. some boys even out of Houston as like. Bro, you went to come, come to PV, stop playing, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, yeah, they signed some guys though, for real. So they're not the, playing.
2: Th- their fan base is so ready. I've, guys, they sold over 10,000 season tickets for this was last year for a 2025 season that was two years away. That would be the most for a majority of FCS schools that aren't like the flagship schools, like yeah. the Montana, Montana states, right? That would probably rank top five among season tickets sold in Tarleton. Don't even get me started on them. I mean, yeah, the way they're building facilities is like every day you update the Tarleton feed, they're building a new locker room. Yes. They're adding yeah. on to the stadium. They ranked like fourth in FCS yeah. attendance last yeah. year, yeah. and they weren't even eligible for the playoffs until this year. This will be the fifth year of their transition, and they're the only program other than South Dakota State and North Dakota State to have a winning record in every year of the transition.
0: Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: They ain't gonna be
2: here long. No,
0: no. That's wild. Every year, man. Yeah.
1: All right. So wrapping up. Quick question. Best schedule so far that
2: we've seen. Mm. Mm. In terms of competitiveness or like winning chances, because competitiveness is Valley. Like they, they, they scheduled the tougher schedule than anyone else in. A HBC <laughs> football by far, but I don't know how winnable a lot of those Valley games could have are. scheduled
1: every high school in, in in Mississippi and would have been the most competitive schedule of, of everybody else. But I, no, this I like Alabama,
0: Alabama State schedule though. Yeah, yeah I, do. So,
1: I, I so I like I keep saying I kept saying all last year Valley is 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 I think they're they're on the verge. Sleeping Giant, this schedule does them no favors, no, nope. none. Mm. Um. I think Alabama State is is my favorite schedule. Just that that, or Orange Blossom Classic, and then um, getting family for homecoming. The way it sets up, it sets up nice. Um, I don't know least favorite. Oof. A and M maybe. I don't like ANLs but they're not not least favorite. I think um it might be uh Texas Southern. I think as Texas Southern's
3: not my favorite. I I Texas Southern still had one game to schedule I think we said, right? They got Lamar yeah, yeah. and Lynchburg. So it's not bad depending on what their third, their fourth game is going to be. Oh, surprise, surprise. Hitman1887
1: says, FamU is the best schedule. Imagine that.
0: Imagine
3: that. I would say Alabama State best, AM and m worst. Um, I think, I, uh, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I mean, and to me, I feel like at the end of the day, that just shows that all the schedules I feel like could be more competitive because yeah. not. I feel like I'm saying Alabama State by more by default than that I really, really love the schedule from a competitive standpoint. You know, yeah. it's just I don't like anybody else's schedule. Yeah. From
0: a competitive, I think I think Grambling had a pretty good schedule. Not not even being Homer, you know what I mean. But
3: good schedule. But, but we talking about competitiveness. You got you got Jackson. You got Tuskegee. You got Anm Commerce, which is in their third year, right? So you got UL. ULLL, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So if you talk to me when I'm thinking about competitiveness, I'm thinking about going in against teams that. You should be able to play up against right and have a pretty good showing. So I'm thinking of F- FCS schools, and I'm thinking of low-level FBS schools. That's kind of how I'm judging it. So to me, Gramlin playing, a, you already got one game taken away because you're just playing Jackson. You got to right? So those two games X'd out. And then ULL is to me one of the better Sun Belt schools, right? Typically, you know what I'm saying. Just, not lately, but typically, right? <laughs> they've they've been pretty they've been a pretty good sunbelt yeah. school, right? You know what I'm saying. So, um, you know, I don't look at that game as a game that that you go and having a chance to win. You know what I'm saying. If you're playing a ULM, you know what I'm saying. A ULM versus ULM, I'm just two completely different thought. And then teams.
0: you got to put Jackson on there. Other than the game at Grambling, I feel like they got a pretty good schedule.
3: They have Southern and Grambling, oh, and they right play now, Lane man. College. Like, what had, are you talking about? I forgot they had the Southern Conference. See, this, this is why you don't know that that Grambling going to uh, to Dallas is a away game. It don't matter. <laughs> we finna win it again. It don't
2: matter. I just finna messing win with
1: you. <laughs> hey, Coach Green said, with Thune Cook, man, is that best or worst, Coach Green? That's, uh, not, the their
2: that's schedule's bad. not bad at all. Like they got that two. one two game, but they got two. They, they got uh, yeah two. That's two right. I forgot about that. Never mind. So, yeah, I like the Mercer game at home though. Yeah, that like I, I, that makes up for at least one. But yeah, I can't. That's the only reason I can't pick Bama State is I know why they scheduled two D2s. It's just that's yeah. brutal, but I do like they're out of conference with Central and um also Sanford. I think yeah. those yeah. are gonna be two really good games, and also they got some huge conference games. Like, uh, I think Bama State's gonna be the place to be throughout October and November.
0: For well sure. so so if Southern didn't have Jackson State with the McNeese and Nichols, that would that's not a bad schedule neither. But I don't they, mind their schedule too much. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. I just like Samford and Central, I think, better than Nichols and McNeese. That's why. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Uh-oh. Uh he said,
2: Ask Blue, how long do we have to wait to hear the news, LOL. I don't know. Uh, I guess whenever they decide to announce it. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. And who knows, with the MEAC, that could fall apart in a month or two. Hmm.
1: Yeah, Interesting. Interesting.
2: Well, fellas, look,
1: as always, man, definitely appreciate y'all coming through. Um, Y'all know what we like to do at the end. Uh, line them, man. Tell the people where they can find
3: you. Oh, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all for uh, allowing me on, you know, Golden Boot. Uh, so hey, we're over at PV versus everybody podcast. Where we always say, man, it's a place for PV nation, we're not the side conversation, not the side dish. We're the main thing. So come holler at us, right? You know, what I'm saying we're gonna be covering the national sign of the event February 7th as well. So come check us out.
2: All right, blue, you know what it is, man. Appreciate y'all having me again, like always, man. I love hopping on here and talking all things HBCU sports, FCS, man. But uh, FCS football central, um, on si.com. Uh, the blue buzz on everything else, man. Be at the senior ball all week. Um, and then focus on signing day, man. But again, appreciate y'all for having me.
1: All right. Hey, this yeah. game 66 67, Bethune up one. Uh, all corn state has the ball with 35.1 seconds left on the clock. Tune in to ESPN 2, ladies and gentlemen. It is close. And they're reviewing something. What are they reviewing? What? They stopped the clock? What are doing? I don't know. That's wild. But, uh, Red, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say something about Richard Theist, but. I think that's a moot point. What is going on? I have no clue. I-, I see sweat-, sweat referees are the same. No matter the sport. Uh, that's facts. It's gonna be a long we, five seconds, bro. I know. I will just gonna say we let go, we can go ahead and get up out of here. All
0: right, ladies
1: and gentlemen, we'll be back maybe later this week. I guess. I don't know. Y'all know how we do it. Like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Bring me my money.